Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. What are you making of the latest buzz around Jaden Daniels? Today on ESPN, Dan Orlovsky said the Bears should just make the number one pick, Jaden Daniels. And I heard Charlie Weiss say at the Combine, the old Patriots offensive coordinator and failed Notre Dame coach, that his favorite quarterback in this draft is Daniels too. And there seems to be more and more of that happening uh, where I thought it was going to be Drake May. Instead, it's uh, the Heisman Trophy winner from LSU. Um, I got to be honest with you. I think it's a really hard evaluation because look at the wide receivers they had there. And what ended up happening, I think, and I'm guilty of this, I ended up discounting and downgrading C.J. Stroud in last year's draft because I just thought they had such an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver that it was pitch and catch for him. And like we've seen for most Ohio State quarterbacks, they have such a talent edge or advantage over who they play that it makes the quarterback's job very easy. And those guys for years would go into the NFL and fail. So Stroud turned out to be the exception to the rule. But now I'm thinking about this. Like, you know, Daniels really had one huge year. You know, I thought he was okay the year before, but that's kind of in line with what Joe Burrow did at, did at LSU. I wanted uh, to talk about the, Burrow, yeah. We know that the rushing component is there with this guy too. He's a he's a dual threat quarterback. Um you know, I did not watch a ton of LSU games this year. So I pro- I saw the first game against Florida State, I saw their bowl game, I saw the Alabama game. I probably saw like four games or five games. I'm a Heisman voter. I did not vote him 
as my Heisman pick. I had him second, but um, you're st- it's interesting. You're starting to get people whose opinion I trust for the most part on quarterbacks. Merrill Hodge said the same thing. He's gotten a lot of these quarterback things right. You know, he seems to be the one guy in the media who will bash guys at the top of the board. Will not just say, I would prefer this guy. He will rip the top prospects. And his his top quarterback in this draft is Jaden Daniels too. So I don't know if that makes you nervous, Danny. This is obviously such a huge pick for the Bears that there's this listen, groundswell of Daniels support now. It doesn't make me nervous. I Listen, I, there is groupthink that can go on here and that maybe that's part of what's happening with Caleb Williams. But I also think that people get bored and they didn't vote Michael Jordan for MVP every year. And LeBron doesn't win MVP every year. And Belichick doesn't win coach of the year every year. And around this time when guys haven't played any more games, uh, we start to outthink ourselves and outsmart ourselves a little bit. Like Jaden Daniels is smaller in terms of weight than Caleb. He played with way better players than Caleb. He's older than Caleb. I just, I don't, I don't personally think that you can watch the guy's tape. You can watch the, the highlight reel and tell me that Jaden Daniels elevates LSU more than Caleb Williams elevated USC. There's no other top 60 pick on USC and Jaden Daniels is going to have two guys on offense who will go in the top 20 depending on where you think Thomas is going to go. The guy's a burner. And Malik Neighbors might go in the top five. Now, to your point about Burrow, he had Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson, and he was still 1-1, and he deserved it. Still one of my worst bets of my life is betting that Clemson team against them in the title game. That LSU team was a bullet train. But So you can, you can play with superstars and be a superstar, or you can play with superstars and be elevated because of them. And I think that Jada Daniels is good and he's impressive, but I don't think he's Joe Burrow. And so I, I don't know how you can watch a lot of what he seems to do, which is hit Malik neighbors on a slant and he takes it to the house or hit Thomas who runs a four, three and runs past everyone and averages like 20 yards a catch. I don't know how you can watch that and think that that's purely a product of the quarterback compared to some of the, the Houdini acts that Caleb pulls out thrown to guys who won't, who, who are done playing football after this season. So he's, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying he's not impressive. I don't think that there's an argument that he's a better prospect than Caleb Williams. I don't think there's an argument. Orlovsky here as the narrator on this point or the messenger on this point, you know, he's, I would think, watching the same things you are in terms of, you know, turn a 10-yard play into a 75-yard game. Dude, Malik Neighbors has some plays. Like, I don't know how much you've watched him. He has some plays that are Odell Beckham, Jamar well, Chase, take yeah, a slant and just outrun everything. That's why I'm a little bit surprised that Orlovsky is one of the guys – me too. That's now making this argument. The one thing I've seen from Williams and anecdotally seeing USC, I think that there, at least from what I saw, there's some truth to it, was that so much of what Williams did seemed to come off schedule. Yep. It seemed to be improvisational play. 
And so these evaluators like the Bears have to figure out why was that? Why is that? Why was it that way? I don't remember that always being a calling card of Oklahoma offenses when Lincoln Riley was there. You know, it's not like all of his Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks played that way. So why is it that Caleb Williams had to be, you know, that's where he had his greatest so success. There, there's there's a lot of film that you can find of him making good plays from the pocket. The, 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 the narrative, the answer that they give is the offensive line was bad and the defense was truly atrocious. So he was, he was big game hunting. Basically there there's not, there's some, there's definitely some, and he had a ton of fumbles. Um, so there's some bailout hero ball stuff, but a lot of the improvisational stuff is out of necessity and out of a straight up fear of punting because his team couldn't handle it. Like if they punted, they were given up six. So the, the thought is, is that he, he will be reined in in the NFL, but have it as the curveball or the slider. And it won't be the main thing like it often was at, at USC. That's the argument. I still think it's really interesting that this guy who's looked at as a quarterback savant in college, Riley, and he's put guys into the pros, not that, you know, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield have been great NFL quarterbacks. But it is interesting to me that he had Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams and originally thought Rattler was the better quarterback. Yeah. It started Rattler and then Williams took the job at Oklahoma and ended up transferring with Riley to LS with to USC and Rattler's in this draft. And it's like the evaluations not to go off on too big of a tangent, but it's interesting to hear people talk about him. Like he has, Maybe they say the best physical tools or traits of any quarterback in the the draft. Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May included, but he's going to go in like the third or fourth round. And he's going to be like the sixth or seventh quarterback drafted. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast so you mentioned drake may i think that he's the second best quarterback in the draft what do you think we would be talking about 
And I know that this is unanswerable, but just, you know, you know how my brain works. What do you think we would be talking about if Drake May was at LSU and Jaden Daniels was at North Carolina? Because some of the throws that Drake May makes are like the ball leaves his hand like it's a rocket launcher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if he was playing with two first-round pick-wide receivers in the SEC, I think we'd be talking about him like it's a real debate with Caleb. Like that guy. It kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of Tua versus Herbert. Right. And I think Herbert was hurt by the guys that he had around him at Oregon. He had good offensive linemen, didn't have great weapons. And I thought, I thought, I think got punished for it. And Tua had, you know, great players around him. And I think, I think you're right. I agree with that. I think that May had less to work with. Um, he, I think even more than the guy that won the Heisman Trophy, probably made more jaw-dropping plays than anybody in college football at the position last year, maybe even more than Williams. Um, I thought you were going to ask me, you know where I thought you were going with that? I thought you were going to say, if Caleb Williams isn't in this draft and it's Drake May versus Jaden Daniels, what would the Bears do with the pick? Would they still take a quarterback? Or in that situation, would they trade out of it and go with Fields for another year? So this will be unpopular in Chicago, but I think that they would take a quarterback. Yep. I think so too. I Because also, just think about what we said. If we think that they're struggling to get a second round pick for Fields, but you could trade the number one pick, if it was Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels, for something similar to what they got last year, for Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, it's it's just a much more valuable asset. And Ryan Poles is going to want to take his guy at some point. So I just don't think that Fields did enough. It's not fair, but I think he ran out of time to prove that he was unquestionably the guy that Ryan Poles was going to hitch his wagon to to pass on any quarterback he wanted in two straight quarterback classes. But I... Obviously, so much of this is situation dependent, and that's why I think – and Ryan Poles made the point, and it didn't get any run that I saw nationally, but I've been making it on the pod and, and on the, the show for weeks and weeks and weeks. This isn't a number a normal number one overall pick. Like people keep talking – and I'm not talking about Caleb's talent. I'm talking about the circumstance. You're like, oh, well, he could bust, he could bust, he could bust. Do you know how unlikely it is? that Caleb Williams busts on the Bears. He's not going to a one or a two-win team. They've got a top five defense. They've got a number one wide receiver. They're, they've got a top 10 pick at right tackle last year who was good. They've got another top 10 pick this year. They've got top three salary cap position. They've got extra draft picks in this draft. They have extra draft picks in next year's draft. Like It is so unlikely that Caleb Williams straight up busts. Because we've never seen a number one pick go to this good of a situation before. We've never seen it. And I know that, like, like I was arguing with Cowherd about it when he was on the show. It's like, they've never had a 4,000-yard passer. It's where quarterbacks go to die. I'm like, okay, so you're talking about laundry and history. You know, like, it, unless you actually believe that the Bears uniform is cursed, this is inarguably 
a better situation than Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck, any guy that you would talk about as a clear-cut 1-1 has walked into. It's not close. Like so he might I think the a- only I think the only one you could you can argue would be the Colts and I know how bad they were in 2011. But in 2000- But they've been a consistent team before that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And they just the bottom dropped out cuz they had to play Curtis Painter and guys like that. Right. The year Peyton hurt his neck. Right. That's that's the only one that's close, but this team is so much younger than that team was. You know, like the, these they've got guys that are I mean, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Darnell Wright, Montez Sweat, Jalen Johnson, Tremaine Edmonds, they're all in their mid-20s. They're all 25, 26, 27. They're, they're all in their primes. So I just I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team next year or anything like that, but there's no indication. There's no reason to believe he's going to bust coming into this situation. None whatsoever. 